The voice of reason. The voice of alarm. The voice of stats. The voice of scouts. The voice of Kool-Aid. The voice of dismay. The voice of Davo. And the second half demons have been put to rest. Finally, as the Royals break the four-game losing streak with authority, 7-1 to one over the White Sox in Game 2 on the south side of Chicago. Welcome in. It's Davo on your dish here on Clubhouse Conversation as the Royals had one continued storyline and one fairly new storyline. The continued, of course, was once again superb starting pitching and pitching as a whole for KC. And for the second straight outing, Bruce Chen, how about that? After shutting down the Detroit Tigers in a must-win game before the All-Star break, well, Bruce Chen comes out and pretty much does the same thing against the White Sox tonight. We'll talk more about that here in a minute. But we got to start with Mike Moustakis tonight. How about that, Moose? Not one, but two home runs and damn near a third home run as Moose connected on a ball to dead straightaway center that was caught at the warning track. So Moose with two different home runs, number 11 and 12, off of two different pitchers. Number one was off of Scott Carroll. Number two of the night was off of Eric Surkamp. And Moose, three hits overall, three RBIs, and his average at 198, as hopefully he'll get that over 200 and get it more towards his career number of 236 as the second half continues. So great job by Moose tonight. It was good to see that. you got to start somewhere. I'll give Moose credit this year. He's kind of hard to figure out because when you look at his RBI numbers, I mean, it seems as though the majority of his hits are, are when they count. He's driving in runs. Now, one thing, of course, negative that we've talked plenty about is Moose seems to be one of the hitters struggling with runners in scoring position as far as getting guys in from third base and one out. That's one frightening and not frightening, maddening. That's the word I'm looking for. Well, frightening too, I guess, if you're a Royals fan. But that's one maddening thing about Moose has been his inability sometimes with situational hitting. But, you know, 12 home runs, he's pacing for about 20 home runs. If you can get 20 home runs out of third base with average to plus defense and if Moose could somehow get that average up to where, you know, it needs to be, 240, 250, then you might have something, but you know that's a different talk for a different day. It's nice to see Moose getting things going again, and we'll see what lies in store for the rest of the second half here for Moose and the Royals. Now, give the Royals offense credit, not only Moose, but how about seven runs tonight for the Royals on 14 hits? And, you, you know, we mentioned the last three games that there was only one Royal each night with two hits. Well, tonight you had a guy with three hits in Moose, and then you had four guys who had two hits. So five guys tonight for the Royals had two-plus hits. The four with the two hits, Gerard Dyson, Alex Gordon, Raul Abanez, and Nori Aoki. Good to see Abanez hit the ball hard a couple of times. Didn't love seeing him try to stretch it into a double at one point, but he did crush the ball to get a run in for the Royals on that second hit. And Gerard Dyson, Alex Gordon, Nori Aoki, of course, good to see Nori get some hits as we've been pretty harsh on him the last couple of weeks here in Clubhouse Conversation. So good to see Nori respond tonight. Nice job by him. And you know you had to, you had to think you had to think here we go again right in the first inning when Gerard Dyson smokes a ball for a double, and he never leaves second base. He sits there after Omar Infante grounds out unproductive out to third base, and then you have strikeouts after that. You have to think to yourself, man, what's going on here? You know, Salvi and Alex strike out. He's sitting at second. Here we go again. But the Royals, I don't know who this team was tonight. Six extra base hits, including the two home runs. Great to see that because the Royals had scored just one run in their last 24 innings coming into this game. And their last home run before Moose's, do you remember when it was? It was before the All-Star break on that Friday night game against the Tigers. The Jeremy Guthrie game, or was that Thursday night? Whatever it was. Whichever night that was. I believe it was the Friday night game with Jeremy Guthrie against the Tigers. 
That was the last time the Royals had homered. So great night for the offense. Good to see that. Hopefully the Royals can keep it going tomorrow against Jose Quintana. We'll talk more about that. Also talk about Dayton Moore's visit to Chicago and what we think that means coming up here in a few. But we got to touch on the pitching real quick, too. Bruce Chen, again, tip the cap. He continues to surprise me with his last two outings. I didn't have a good feeling about either outing, to be 100% honest with you. Going into the, the game at Kauffman Stadium before the break against Detroit, he was nails on that one. Again tonight, the pitch count was elevated because of good at-bats from the White Sox, but Bruce Chen, give him big credit. I mean, seriously, the guy battled his tail off. Five innings, allowed just one run on five hits. Adam Dunn, the oppo home run for the only run Chen would allow and that the Royals would allow tonight. But, yeah, Chen, two walks, two strikeouts. Again, he's, he, it's, just, it's fun watching him pitch right now. It really is, because he's pitching inside effectively. He's changing eye level. He's moving the ball in and out. He's just pitching, and it's fun. I mean, I, I I don't know. It's weird to say that, but I just enjoy watching Bruce Chen pitch, especially the last couple of games. Now, even back in the rain delay game where he gave up four runs, he did strike out, what, seven that outing. So he's had some interesting luck, not luck, interesting success since coming back from Omaha after the injury, I mean, he got hit pretty hard in Omaha and Northwest Arkansas. Had an ERA north of six. But ever since coming back to KC, he's been pretty good. So good to see. I'm guessing Bruce will get one more start since he's throwing well. And to give Jason Vargas maybe one extra little time period. We'll see. Jason Vargas could be making his next start, though, very easily the next time through the rotation. But I would think we get Bruce one more time. We'll see, though. See what happens. But the rest of the pitching tonight, Calvin Herrera. Continues to have a great year quietly. ERA well under two. Two scoreless innings for Kelvin on one hit, one walk, one K. Wade Davis and Greg Holland, both scoreless innings. Davis with two Ks, a hit and a walk in his eighth, and then Holland a K with just a one hit in the ninth. Just a nice win for the Royals tonight. It's a game they, uh, I, I mean, we're past the point of them having to have some games, obviously. They had to have games, you know, several days ago, but. Of course, going forward, every game becomes magnified more and more as we're now over the 60% mark of the season. Keeps the Royals a couple of games ahead of the White Sox. Guarantees them to be ahead of the White Sox leaving town. Keeps them closer to Cleveland. So, you know, I guess the goal right now, as I've said, I've still pretty much conceded the playoffs this year until they make a four- or five-game winning streak. Then maybe I'll open my eyes a little bit about it again. But for now, it's nice to get a win. be nice to win a series tomorrow. Let's just go back to baby steps and... Get back to 500 first, then maybe get above 500, and then we can dream about a run. But for now, it's it's nice to win tonight, guys. It felt good. The Royals needed that one. They really did. So, And I think they've got a 50-50 chance tomorrow. I've been calling tomorrow a coin toss game the entire series. <sighs> Quintana, the lefty, 5-7 and seven with a 3-2-6. Been really good the last 30 days, 1.60 ERA. The Royals faced him just over 30 days ago on June 13th, and KC raked him. Six runs on eight hits in six innings against Quintana last time they faced him. So it's a guy they had success their last time out against. You got Lorenzo Cain back in the lineup who was rested tonight. I'm assuming Sally will be out there as well, even though it's a day game after a night game to pair with James Shields. And Salvi got, you know, the last couple of days off. And I would imagine Eric Hosmer will be back out there as well. So, you know, I'd like to see Dyson back in the lineup again, even though Nori also had two hits. I'd like to see Dyson back out there with Kane and Alex in the outfield. We'll see what Ned does if he goes Nori or Dyson tomorrow. But either way, it should be a good game tomorrow. James Shields goes for KC. We'll see. You know, James Shields had two really good outings before his last one. His last one was kind of shaky. Had some very bad defense behind him, though. Very suspect defense. So it's tough to be too hard on James' last start. We'll see what he can do tomorrow afternoon against the White Sox. By the way, there will not be a dish tomorrow, as I will not see the game entirely in full. So no dish tomorrow. We'll be back with you again on Thursday. One other thing I want to talk about before I let you go tonight is Dayton Moore. And his 
flight up to Chicago today. Now, Andy McCullough from the Star talked about this and even spoke with Dayton, who said, you know, it doesn't mean anything. Yeah, we got a four-game losing streak, but I've had this trip planned to Chicago for a long time now. I'm just, you know, it's it's no big deal. I support everybody. We're not selling. You know, we're looking to improve our team, and I've had this trip planned. Okay, I know you haven't, Dayton. <laughs> I don't buy that for a second. Of course, he's not going to say he's had the trip planned because that puts Ned Yost and the coaching staff and the players with more unnecessary pressure. They've already got enough on them and enough scrutiny from the fan base and the media and what have you throughout KC and Major League Baseball. But there's no – I mean, come on. You're telling me that Dayton Moore planned on flying up to Chicago this afternoon and then flying back to KC 24 hours later? Like, I mean, I, I might almost believe it if there was a night game on Wednesday, but the fact that there is a, a night game on Tuesday and a day game on Wednesday, and Chicago is, what, an hour and a half flight from Kansas City? So the Royals will be back three hours after the game tomorrow. I'll be back around 7, 7.30 tomorrow night. You're telling me that Dayton was always planning on flying in Tuesday afternoon about 4 o'clock and then flying back 24 hours later? I doubt that. You know, what does it mean? It means Dayton's finally – well, not finally. He's not like he hasn't been putting pressure and – and watching this team. But I think it, it means Dayton is really turning the heat up on Nedios is what it means to me. It means he wants the players to see him up there to know that they need to focus and do the little things. I don't think it really matters too much. These guys are professional baseball players. They're not tanking it. They're doing their best. I do think there's been times in the last couple of weeks where the Royals weren't as focused as they should have been. Who does that fall? Who, you know, who, who's to blame for that? I don't know. Is it Nedios? Maybe some of it. He has to get some of it if that's what's happening. But still, they're major league players and professional athletes. I don't know how much it matters having Dayton up there, but I imagine it's more of just a thing to show the guys he's serious, he means business, and maybe even just have people like me and you talking about it, have us feel a little bit better that, oh, well, Dayton's noticing he's going to do something about this. That's good. So I don't think it means a lot. I just thought it was worth mentioning since there was a story about it and since Dayton had said he had that trip planned for a while, which I just don't believe. I don't believe that there was a 24-hour trip planned for somebody as busy as Dayton and somebody with as much other stuff to oversee as Dayton. So we'll see what happens. Let's hope the Royals get that, that second win tomorrow, the series and the rubber match come home. Of course, still with a poor road trip, but what's done is done. All you can do from now on is, is control today. The Royals got the win today. Get again tomorrow. That means you've won a series and who knows, maybe the Royals will come home and make a big run. You know, we, we never would have seen it happening earlier this year when they won 10 in a row. We never would have seen it last year after the break either. So stranger things have happened. Let's take it day by day. Let's hope the Royals continue to win. Let's hope they continue to have good at bats. I also one other thing did think they, you know, I mentioned last night, second straight day I thought they had pretty good at bats. Even against Chris Sale, now you've got to get some some runs at some point against good pitchers as we mentioned yesterday. But even against Chris Sale, they worked him pretty well. Had pretty decent at bats, and then tonight obviously. So it's good to see the Royals at least playing a little bit better in this series, and we'll see what happens tomorrow. Until then, we'll talk to you again on Thursday here on Clubhouse Conversation. Also, Monty Montgomery, not to be confused with Jeff Montgomery. Here, an awesome interview I did with a very, very, very cool guy, very interesting guy, very southern gentleman, if you if you will, from North Carolina. Monty Montgomery joins us. He pitched for the Royals back in the 70s. It'll be an interview that'll be really refreshing for you to listen to, hear some stories from the good old days, from the 70s, from good old Municipal Stadium, and hear his, his memories of the Royals and just a cool guy. Hope you listen to that here on Davo's uh, Clubhouse Conversation here. I almost said Davo's Dish. That would be the interview portion of the site. So anyway, I'm mumbling now. Have a great night, and we'll talk to you again Thursday. Go Royals.